today's topic is nb its cause and its remedy it's a very important topic especially in modern times modern days it is one of the very important issue which many youngsters not only youngsters grown up people and those who are working somewhere all of them has this issue so we'll discuss from shrimad bhagavatam how to understand the problem statement itself what is this problem statement called nb what is its cause and how we can overcome this problem by the teachings of pralad maharaj from the teachings of pralad maharaj and as well as instructions and teachings given by shila prabhupada so today we'll be covering two verses from the teachings of pralad maharaj and since last two weeks we were having some sessions on uh chaitanya mahaprabhu's appearance day so we were discussing something about him today again we are uh, again we are starting back the same thing from where we have left pralad maharaj's teachings that we are discussing again and the verse is Pralad Maharaj, this is seventh canto, ninth chapter, text number thirteen. Pralad Maharaj is speaking here. Sarve ami vidhi karastha, sarve ami vidhi karastha, vasatme dhamno, Brahma dayo vayam vishna choti danta, Shema ya Bhuta ya Uttamat Sukhaya Chasya, Vikriditam Bhagavato Ruchiravatarai. O my Lord, all the demigods headed by Lord Brahma are sincere servants of your Lordship who are situated in a transcendental position. Therefore, they are not like us. <clears throat> Pralad and his father, the demon Hiranyakashipu. Your appearance in this fearsome form is your pastime for your own pleasure. Such an incarnation is always meant for the protection and improvement of the universe. And the next verse is स्नेक All the words have achieved great satisfaction because of because of the death of this demon. Now they are confident of their happiness, and they will always remember their auspicious incarnation in order to be free from fear. So generally, we understand that a devotee does not want to kill anyone, or devotee does not. Uh, devotees are very merciful; they do not like to have violence. But here we can see. Second, but here we can see there's a statement. In this verse, "Modiya the sadhu rupi vrishchika sarpahatya." That means when a scorpion and snake is killed, even a saintly person is also happy. Now, how is that a saintly person is is becoming happy 
by killing of a snake or scorpion that we will discuss in the course of our discussion why this prahlad maharaj is saying the statement that even 70% is happy when when a snake or scorpion is being killed so one of the very important teachings from bhagavad gita when we understand uh, krishna talks about in bhagavad gita about what is the position of a living entity so krishna says in bhagavad gita mamai vansho jeev loke jeev bhuta sanatana that means this living entities those who are in this material world they are my part and parcel krishna claims this thing in bhagavad gita samai mamai vansho all the living entity are my parts and parcel mamai vansho jeev loke jeev bhuta sanatana all the living entities no matter whether it may be a animal it may be a dog it may be human being or insect bird beast whatever it may be krishna is telling all of them are my parts and parcel and it is a very very important understanding what we have till now understood from our understanding of uh, prabhupada understanding and understanding of the vedic literatures that living entity not only simply a part and parcel of the lord they are part and parcel of the lord which is qualitatively same as the lord for example a drop of ocean drop of water from ocean will have all the qualities of ocean but it will not have quantity like ocean so we all of us are living entities those who are in this material world are qualitatively same as lord but quantitatively it is we are different from the lord for example i we can also eat lord can also eat but we can eat that is a that is a limitation how much we can eat this that is a fixed number we cannot eat more than that if we eat more than that then there is some difficulty but when it comes to god it comes to krishna there is no limitation like that he is unlimited and nobody can equal to him nobody can be greater than him that is also mentioned in the scriptures so we are part in the sense that we are uh, part with quality not quantity and as we are part with the quality we have got all the qualities of the lord but not unlimitedly and one of the quality of the lord is that he is sorat the meaning of sorat is he is he is not dependent on anyone he is independent he has got everything on his own he is not dependent on anyone for anything and being we are part and parcel of god he is free to do anything and everything that is the meaning of sorat he is not dependent on anyone and being part of the lord since krishna says we are part we are ansha we also have the same quality of being independent that means we are free to some extent not we are free that ultimately we are free but still we are free to take our uh, to to decide whether we want to serve lord or not that must independence krishna has given to everyone it is not that we are robots just like a robot you program it and the robot will act in that way only you cannot robot will not act differently you program him and it will act in a particular situation like that you can you can decide his reactions or actions but in the case of a jeeva living entity since it is a part and parcel of the lord he has free will free will in the sense he can decide he can choose whether i want i want to serve lord or i want to serve someone else or i want to serve myself i want to make make sure that why should i serve lord lord everyone is serving lord because they think that they are master but i may think that i am not god is not master i am master so i will not serve any god i will serve myself let me become god or others should serve me why should i serve god so god to serve me or others should serve me that kind of understanding can be there that free will is available we want we can think like that and act accordingly also so that is the position of a living entity that he is to some extent free also and when a person takes this kind of decision that i want to 
make sure that I will not serve God. Others should serve me or I will serve myself. I will make myself happy. That is the cause of living entity falling on this material world. Sometimes people ask these questions. Why God has created this material world? It is so miserable. When we see misery, so many miseries in this material world, a person many times asks this question. Why God has created this world? Such a horrible place. So Prabhupada says, God has not created this material world. It's a horrible place. But it is us. It is our desire. We wanted to enjoy in this material world like that. So he has given us, provided us this material world. And as soon as living entity desires that I want to enjoy independently, I want to uh, make sure that I am not being served. I'm, I'm, I do not serve anyone, but everyone else should serve me. Then we come on this material world. And what happens after comes back coming back in this material world? Then originally it is mentioned the living entity is pure, just like a water from rain. Rain water is actually pure, but as soon as it touches the this material world, it touches the floor or ground or mud, it becomes dirty. Similarly, originally living entity is pure, soul is pure, but as soon as it develops this kind of desire to enjoy independently, it falls down in his in his consciousness. And once it falls down his consciousness then it is under the control of three modes of material nature. Then we try to work very hard in this material world. We try to make many, many plans to become happy. That's what is happening here in this material world. Many people are making many, many plans to become happy. And most of them are, most of the plans are the plans which are not as per the Lord's plan. They have their plans independently. God is nowhere in the picture. So they make, they, they, they make their plan and they start working hard in this material world and that's why they get entangled. The next line of this verse is very important. That means the living entities, those who are my part and parcel because they want to enjoy independently, they are in this material world. And that's why they are struggling very hard with the six senses, with the six senses which includes the mind. That we are struggling very hard to become happy in this material world. Now, because of use of this independence, we want to become master here. And that's what we see everyone in this material world is having, uh, trying to prove that I am better than others. We have this tendency to prove that uh, I am better than you, I am better than, I am the best employee of my company, I am the best, uh, no, I am the, the best person in my society, I am the best person in my family. Like that, I want to prove myself best. And that's what we have been trained from the, from the childhood. Especially these days when we have so many, so much of competition in any field of life, schools and colleges from the very beginning, we are being trained, you have to come first. If you are not able to come first, you are useless. You don't have any life to live. And always there's a comparison. A parents will compare his child with other parents, other someone else's child. If he's getting 90 marks, others getting 91 marks. So the other, this parents will not be happy. Why my son is getting 90 marks? He should get 91. So although the poor fellow has tried very hard to get 90 marks, so that 90 marks does not have any value because he's one mark is lesser, he's one mark lesser than the other child. And from the childhood, it is being trained in our mind that we have to compare things. And since we want to become master, and that also is because when we are being trained in such a way, once only when you come become first, then only you can rule. Otherwise, you cannot rule. So you want to rule, you, become, you have to become master, then you have to come first. Then you have to compare yourself with others. There should be competition for promotion, for everything. That's what we have been told from the childhood. And we are being lived, we are living our life in such a way 
that we are always being getting compared from some of the other. Now, what happens when a person compares, or what is the root cause of this problem called as envy? Envy. Envy means what? What is the meaning of envy? Envy means that I have a problem. What is that problem? The problem is the other person who don't uh, don't mind who may be. He may be my even colleague or friend or my wife or my son, whosoever it may be. The other person is more having something more than me. It can be wealth, it can be intelligence, it can be resources, it can be anything or be more beautiful than me. So the, I have this problem. The problem is that I do not want to accept that this person, how can this person is more intelligent than me? How is this person is getting more salary than me? How this person is getting promotion? I have worked very hard throughout, throughout the year. I have started working from 9 o'clock and I am working till 10 o'clock every day, but I am not getting promotion. But this person is getting promotion. And like that, many, many other things, we start envying others. And why we start envying? Because we compare. So the disease of comparison is not something which we, we, we see in when we become, when we grow old. Actually, from the childhood, we start seeing this thing that I want to prove myself as great. Why? Because when we are great, I am, I am better than others, then only I can rule. Otherwise, I cannot rule. And this is the enviousness because of this, we are in this material world. Originally, we are pure. In spiritual world, we are pure. We are, the Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami says, what is, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Prabhu says, what is the real position of a living entity? Jeevara Sarupa Nitra Krishnadas. The real Sarupa, the real form, the real position of, a, of the soul is Nitya Krishnadas. It is an eternal servant of the Lord. And it is not something which is artificial imposition on the mind. Sometimes people think that Krishna consciousness, all of you are you know, doing this work of brainwashing and all these things, not like that. It is an eternal position of a living entity, whether you have to serve God or you have to serve someone in this material world. And that's what we are happening. We can see a person in this material world, typically any person you pick up and ask, are you not serving someone? He is serving someone. Either he is serving his family, society, country, nation, his senses. Prabhupada says sometimes if nobody is there, he will, he will keep a dog and serve that dog. Ultimately, everyone is serving this material world. The nature of the soul is served. But the fact is that we are in this material world. That's why we are not serving God. We are serving dog. And neither a dog is satisfied nor the master is satisfied in the material world. And because of this enviousness, we have come down. And it is so important to not to have this enviousness. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, or the very important qualification, when he says that I am giving this knowledge to you, Arjuna. He says in one of the verses to Arjuna, I am giving you this knowledge because you are Anusuyave. Anusuyave means you are non-envious. You are non-envious of me. That's why I am giving this knowledge. Now somebody can say, how can a person can be envious of God? But actually speaking, it's a fact. All of us, to different degrees, we are envious of God. We may or may not accept initially, but if you if you go deep into the understanding of Bhagavad Gita and deep, deep in the understanding of what Krishna is saying in Bhagavad Gita, what he is trying us to convey, we will understand that actually all of us are some or the other envious of the Lord. Why? As we, as we told, what is the meaning of enviousness? Enviousness means we are not ready to accept a person's position. Just like Prabhupada gives a very nice story that uh, once there were two friends, they were speaking to each other. 
in a village and they were telling you know our friend his name our friend ramesh who was used to play with us in the school itself in the village here only he has become a high court judge so the other friends say how is it possible he was not very intelligent person how can he become a high court judge so the other person said no no i am sure 100% sure he is he is uh, he is high court judge i have seen him in court so this other person said no no he must be someone else maybe you you are mistaken he cannot be that person he cannot be ramesh how can ramesh become a high court high court judge is not possible the again this person said no i have seen he was sitting he was sitting on the the seat of the judge he was sitting there he was giving judgment so this other again other person said no maybe he be he must be sitting like that or maybe having court but he may not be getting salary of a judge <laughs> So that means this person is not ready to accept the fact that this actually my friend has become a high court judge. He is that much qualified. So when a person becomes envious of others, he compares what he is doing. He is not ready to accept the fact that other person, whatever he is receiving, he is more than me. He is not understanding that nothing is happening because without the without the sanction of the Lord. So he is thinking that God has done, Krishna has done. Something wrong. I am supposed to get this thing, but I am not getting this thing. But he is getting. How is it possible? So indirectly, when a person is comparing and complaining about some decision like this, so what he is doing? He is actually complaining God that God, you are not, uh, you are partial. Why you are partial? I am supposed to get. I am not getting, and you are giving this to someone. And as Krishna says, we are, we are. Krishna, the Arjuna is non-envious, but we are envious. How we are envious? Because we are not ready to accept what Krishna is telling Bhagavad Gita. This is the fact. Krishna is telling Bhoktaram Yagatapasam Sarvalok Maheshwaram Suvadam Sarvabhutanam Gyatvamam Santi Madhigachati. That means I am the enjoyer of everything. Now somebody can, many times people say also, this is a very statement which is full of ego. Krishna is very egoistic. He is claiming I am the source of everything. I am the enjoyer of everything. I have created this entire world. Everything is coming out of me. How how egoistic Krishna is, but that is not a fact. He is not egoistic. He is telling the truth. If a person says that I am one of hundred crore rupees and he has hundred crore rupees, he is not egoistic. He is having that much money. That much. That's why he is telling. It's a truth. Similarly, even Krishna is telling, I am the enjoyer of everything. Bhoktaram yagatapasam sarvalokumaishvaram. I am the proprietor of all the planets. Suhidam sarvabhutanam. I am the well-wisher of everything. So that is not something which is egoistic statement. And the problem is that people are not able to accept that. When it's saying Sarva Dharmaam Paritajya Maamikam Sharanam Raja Aham Tvam Sarpapivlo Moksha Shyami Maasucha He is telling you surrender unto me. I will take care of everything. You have done many sinful activities. No problem. No matter how much sinful you are. Just surrender unto me. He is telling Maasucha because our mind will not allow. Mind says how is it possible? This is why surrendering to Krishna everything will be taken care. Here Krishna is telling Maasucha do not worry. Aham Tvam Sar Whatever sinful activities you have done, no problem. I am there to take care. Masuche. And not only is telling, not is telling, we have seen many examples throughout the Vedic history where a person, maybe very, very sinful, sinful person, he surrendered to Krishna or of his or his pure devotee and he became such a great devotee of the Lord. Just like we have example of Nar, uh, this Nargari. Nargari was uh, a hunter. And he used to, he was so such a sinful person, then he used to kill animals half, not fully. He used to kill animals half. That was sinful person he was. And somehow the other he meet Narad Muni. And Narad Muni suggested, suggested him, you chant Krishna's name. And by the mercy of Narad Muni, ultimately that 
Radhari became a very nice devotee of the Lord. So anyone who surrendered to Krishna or one as pure devotee definitely is likely successful. But the problem is we are not ready to accept, and that's why we are envious. Not only to other living entities, we are we are living we are envious to up to the extent that we are envious to God also, Krishna also, and that's why we are in this material world. Till that time, a person is envious. Envy is there in the heart. He cannot understand spirituality. That's why it's called as Parama Nirmas Saranam Satam. Bhagavatam, it is mentioned. This knowledge of Bhagavatam is meant for a person who is non-envious. A person who is envious, for him to, it is, to understand this knowledge will be very, very difficult. And also, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, again, sometimes people ask, how is it, why should I surrender? Man bana, Bhagavad Bhakta, Majyaji, Mam Namaskaru, Krishna is telling you, become my devotee. You pay your revisions to me. Just worship me. And like that, you will come back to me. And once you come back to me, you will know. Again, you will not come back here. Again, people say, why? Why should I worship Krishna? Why Krishna is telling to worship him only? There are many, many demigods. Why is telling? But ultimately, we are not ready to accept that what he is telling is correct. Let me try and follow because he is the creator. He is telling something. There is a meaning behind it. So one, say, one thing is we do entire R&D. Research and development, okay. It's telling that, that like, telling like that. If I surrender here, what will happen? If I surrender there, what will happen? If I surrender to that demigod, what will happen? Krishna is saying, don't do all this calculation, just surrender into my will take care. But we will not do. Our mind will not allow. That shows that we are not accepting the supremacy of the Lord. And then we are not accepting supremacy of the Lord. At the same time, we are not accepting supremacy of the part and parcel of the Lord as well. So one thing we should always understand, nothing in this world is happening by chance. Anyone in this material world having some ability, quality or talent, whatever he has, Krishna has sanctioned that. Krishna has sanctioned that. It is not that by default he is getting. Krishna has sanctioned that based on the person's activities in his past life. Let's say somebody is a very good singer in this life. So it is not by chance. Krishna has sanctioned that he should become a nice singer. Maybe past life he would have tried like that. He would have desired like that, I want to become like a very nice singer and he would have worked very hard for that. So in this life, he is a very nice singer. So we should not become envious of the person. We should accept the fact, okay, maybe he is more intelligent than me. He is more uh, qualified than me. Let him do and let me accept the current reality of myself or my, what I am doing. My, let me do myself best thing and let the other person what he is doing. Let him do. I should respect him. This is also a very important thing. One of the very important qualification of a Brahmana is Vidya Vinay Sampanne Brahmane Gavi Hastini Suni Chayavasa Pakvicha Pandita Samudarshina. This is the quality of a Pandita, a Brahman, learned person. What is that? Vidya Vinay Sampanne. He is full in education. What is he? Brahmane Gavi Hastini Suni Chayavasa Pakvicha Pandita Samudarshina. He, he treats equally to a Brahmana, to a uh, elephant, or to a cow. He treats everyone equally. It is not that he is he's thinking, okay, because he is understanding that everyone is a part and parcel of the Lord. No matter whether he is in form of a log, in form of an animal or in form of an insect, whatever it may be, the ultimately everyone is part and parcel of the Lord. So let me give respect to everyone. And respect means what? Respect means due respect to everyone. This is very important. Respect does not mean, okay, Today I will go and I will pay obeisances to dog or I will hug my dog. No, it's not like that. Due respect means whatever respect right now is required to pay. For example, if dog is there, please do not unnecessarily harm him. 
if he is sleeping let him sleep nicely do not throw stone at him that is respect for dog but when it comes to vaishnava it comes to devotee it comes to other living entity we have to respect differently but we have to respect everyone that is very important and that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu says amanina manandena kirtaniya sadare that we have discussed till the time we do not do we have this quality of amanina manandena give respect to others it will not be possible for us to chant hare krishna because why let's say i have some ability i am earning me and my colleague both of our working in the same company in the same position he got promotion i did not get promotion now what my mind will do some calculation why he got promotion i should have also got promotion now what i will do i will start comparing the things and i will become jealous i will become envious and that's why i become frustrated because i will again and again think of that thought how is it possible is getting promotion not getting i become frustrated and the moment i become frustrated i cannot chant a mind which is not peaceful we cannot chant hare krishna mantra you can chant hare krishna mantra with peaceful mind only so that is how that is how it is very very important to for us to have not to have all this bad act this uh, this habits or dirty things in the heart called envious because if your enviousness is there frustration is there you cannot chant hare krishna also for chanting hare krishna mantra it is very important that the heart should be clean and chanting by chanting more and also it will happen that heart heart will become cleansed but if we try more if we try work very hard on that direction and see what are the weeds what are the different things are there which are choking our advancement in krishna consciousness one of the one of the thing is this enviousness to the lord and from enviousness from our living entities also and that's why uh, this it is mentioned this verse says modeta sadhupi vrishik sarpa hatya did this Saintly person also they become happy when they see that snake and scorpion is being killed. Why it is so? Because snake, snake and scorpion, these two uh, living entities are very very envious. Just like Hiranya Kashyapu was also very very envious. He was not ready to accept that Pralad Maharaj is a great devotee of Lord uh, Vishnu, Lord Krishna, and he was not ready to accept Hiranya Kashyapu was not ready to accept supremacy of Lord Vishnu, and that's why he was envious and he was killed ultimately. so this snake and scorpion also are the living entities who are very very envious the prabhupada says that some most of the times any other animal will not harm you if you are not done anything to them if you are going you go simply dog is going generally it is being seen that they will not harm you but this snake and scorpion are these two living living entities are very very envious so they they bite a person without even person any fault so that's why if a saintly person sees that a snake and scorpion is being killed he is happy why because they are getting liberated from this envious life this yoni this yoni this life of serpent and envy uh, this scorpion is very very sinful life very very envious life so the more they live the more offense they crime uh, sinful activities they will commit so at least they have they have been uh, relieved from this sinful activities this life that's why prashik and sarbhatya it happens a gently person is also happy and prabhupada also mentioned that one once uh, when prabhupada was in uh, ilahabad somewhere i don't know exactly i, I think ilahabad only so when he saw that he was in gaudiyamat gaudiyamat is an institution of shila prabhupada sutan master bhaktisan maharaj so somebody told bhaktisan maharaj that there is a snake inside one of the room and then bhaktisan maharaj told immediately kill that snake 
and then Prabhupada thought, why, why Bhakti Sarai Maharaj is telling to kill that snake? Because that is also living entity. He was not able to understand that time. That why Guru Maharaj is telling to kill that snake. But when he heard this statement in Bhagavatam, that Modeta Sadhu Api Vrishchika Sarape Hatya, that even a gentle person is happy, is take pleasure in killing a scorpion and snake, he understood. Because they are very, very harmful living entities. They are the living entities who are doing uh, sinful activities. And the more they live, it will be more uh, harmful for them. So that's why better to relieve them from this species of life. Now coming back to the same topic of enviousness. Now what is the solution to this? Till now we have understood that this enviousness is there because we have, we have tried to enjoy independently our tendency. Originally we are pure. We are Satchidananda Pikara. And that's why in this material always we are hankering after happiness. Nobody is in this material is hankering after some uh, some grief or sorrow. Everybody is hankering after some happiness. So that is our nature. The soul's nature is to become happy. But right now we are searching happiness in this material world, in matter. And that's why we are not getting eternal happiness. We may get some temporary happiness for the time being from one day, two days, six months, one year, not more than that. After that, again, we become the same person. So the happiness is not permanent here. But permanency is one of the features of the soul. The Satchit Anand, what we discussed, the feature of the soul is Satchit and Anand. Sat means eternity. Soul wants eternity. That's why we always want things permanent. We, we always want to have our own house. We don't want a rented place. So that permanency is the requirement of the soul. And that we can see also. We can see that exhibition from our activities here in this material world. So Sat means eternity. Chit means knowledge. So knowledge also we see many people, we also are knowledge seeking. We want to understand what is here, what is there. So that chit tendency is there, the soul, we want to understand things. And ananda means bliss. So Satchit Ananda, this is the basic feature of the soul. But Satchit Ananda in the spiritual world is different from material world. Right now, it's Satchit Ananda we are searching here. That's why uh, in this temporary world, we are searching the permanent Satchidananda, which is not possible. That's why Krishna himself says in Gita, this material world is Dukhalayama Shashvatam. It's a place of misery and again temporary. So in a temporary place, you cannot get permanent happiness. So the place of action is wrong. The search is correct. The place of action is wrong. Now we have to change the place of action. And that place of action is when we serve Lord, automatically we can get Satchidananda because Lord is eternal, we are also eternal. Right now, because of this material conditioning, because of this covering, as I told, the water which is coming from the clouds while having rain, it's pure. But as soon as it touches the mud, this, this earthly planet, it becomes impure. It gets in contact with the dirt. Similarly, we are originally pure. But as soon as we are in touch with this matter, we come under three modes of material nature. And from there, our cycle of birth, death, old age and disease, it starts. And then we further getting entangled more and more in this material world. Sometimes we want to prove that I am best. Sometimes I prove that I am the most uh, no, humblest person in the world. And the most the person who is doing most uh, welfare activities in the world. All these things are in the garb of sense gratification. A person can claim that I am doing so much of good work without knowing, without telling anyone. But ultimately it is a kind of subtle sense gratification. So it can be gross or it can be subtle. But sense gratification is always there. Now we have to learn this if we want to at all come out of this disease of enviousness. First of all, we have to accept the current reality. What is the current reality? 
current reality means you should understand i am what i am and the other person is what he is first of all we should never compare this comparison business is very bad sometimes you can even commit suicide also because of this thing i was supposed to get first place but i could not get first place let me commit suicide to that extent we have this is being there in our mind and brain that we have to come we have to compare so first of all you have to stop this comparison comparison business and then second thing is we should learn the art of respecting everyone because you are not respecting everyone that's why this comparison thing is there and that's why when we are seeing that uh, other person is more getting more than me we are we become envious and then we start doing activities we try to sometimes even harm other person also sometimes pull him down some day some way or the other that all happens in today's corporate life we have seen person who is some or the other is getting more the other person will try to bring him down some or the other so that business is to stop and by accepting that let me respect a person wherever he may whatever he has let me respect him maybe right now tomorrow he may not have also that is also possible let's say today a person have a very big position and everything whatever it may be because of that he is getting respect and everything tomorrow he may not have that position no problem that time also respect him in the capacity what he has right now but never ever lose respect for anyone respect we should give to everyone and when we develop this habit of giving respect to everyone then we will not compare we will be happy whatever we have so if you really want to chant nicely they follow bhakti yoga process nicely we should respect everyone and second thing is the very important thing is that we have to chant also very very nicely because this all these things are dirty things in the heart this comparison jealousy pride envy pride also is like that only just like we envy someone if some someone has more than us we become proud also that if i have more than him so that is also one of the disease just like envy is a disease this having proud is also one of the disease so both the things are wrong that's what you would is called as equipoised what is the meaning of equipoised equipoised means he is equal in both the situation whether he gets something high something wrong he is not at all bewildered because he understand whether it is high or it is low it is happiness or it is distress or whatever it may be ultimately is temporary here the nature of the world is temporary so even though i am getting some reward recognition today from anyone the devotee will always think again okay, ultimately it is god's desire krishna's desire is giving me let me humbly give everything to the lord suppose i am getting some recognition reward let me give this to the lord because of lord mercy this is happening i am not at all the doer at the same time if something bad is happening in my life that also devotee never try to fight with material nature things of which krishna's plan krishna has something as he has thought he has allowed he has allowed this thing to happen let me accept this santushta let me become santushta rather than uh fighting with the material nature let me become santush santushta means okay this is happening let me somehow or the other again how can i save my krishna consciousness that always should pray devotee should always pray that i should krishna whatever the position maybe let me not lose you let me not lose bhakti let me not not uh, reach to a situation where i am not chanting a holy name that is devotee's only fear otherwise material fear is not at all fear for a devotee because he understand that everything is in the control of the lord and why we should not envy also because it is a fact that whatever we are getting we are getting because of our own desire 
let's say a person today is a very nice devotee of the Lord. So he has desired in such a way that let me become a nice devotee of the Lord. That's why he is devotee of the Lord. I also should desire in such a way. So nature, Krishna is very, very respect. That's why he is not a stone. He is not some light. He is a person. Person means understand the philosophy, emotions of other person. So Krishna is aware of our emotions and our understanding. We want that. Krishna is approved. Okay, you want to become a tiger. You want to eat flesh. Okay, you eat nicely flesh. Then you should not complain why I'm, I am made with that. Because you desired like that. That's why Krishna is made with that body. Today, you have desired to become a tiger. You have tiger. Tomorrow, you become desire. Let me become a nice devotee of Krishna. Krishna will give you, make you a nice devotee also. So that's why Krishna respects a living entity's free will. If you want to surrender to Krishna, you have the divine desire. Krishna, you want to surrender unto you. Krishna will give you all the facility to surrender also. But if you want to enjoy or you want to have both the things, <laughs> I want to enjoy material also and I want to enjoy Krishna consciousness also. Then it is not a very intelligent combination. You cannot have best of both the worlds. Nothing best is there ultimately in the other world. It is all rubbish only. But ultimately, the person when he is, has having desire, I want to enjoy material world also and I want to enjoy spiritual life also. Then it is not very intelligent. Because ultimately, what is in material world? Ultimately, is temporary everything. So now, the devotee's desire should be, he should not feel envious and should think that the, the other person has, has desired and he has deserved also. That's why Krishna has given him thing, this particular object or thing. Let me also... If he is intelligent, first of all, if he is intelligent, then he will definitely ask material things. He will not, never ask material things if he is intelligent. But if he is not so intelligent, he will ask something material. And then maybe as per his karma, as per his destiny, he has to work hard. He will get that particular thing. And finally, he will also get the same thing. So how this tendency can be removed? By chanting of the holy name of Krishna. Because this is disease, this is a deadly thing in the heart which is there. And Krishna is supremely pure. So when we associate with supremely pure and associate with the means, association with the sound, that means by chanting Hare Krishna Mantra, when we associate with the sound, so through the ears, this sound goes to our heart. And the whatever dirty things in the heart is there in the form of lust, anger, greed, whatever it may be, it purifies. And slowly we will start understanding our real nature that ultimately I am a servant. As initially we discussed, Jeeva Rasarupo Nitya Krishna Das. So anyway, I have to serve either to material world or to myself, to our family, society and everything. Let me serve instead of all these temporary things, let me serve Lord. And once I serve Lord, then automatically all these things will be taken care. That's why Bhagavatam gives this very nice analogy of watering the root of a tree. What is the analogy? Just like if you want to nourish a tree, so then what you will do, you are not going to pour water in each and every twigs on the leaves of the branch of the tree. You will going to water in the root. And what will happen automatically once you have been watered to the root, it will get supplied to all the twigs, branches and these everything. And ultimately tree will be nicely nourished. So similarly, if you really want to do good for ourselves and others, when we serve Krishna, because Krishna is a root, he is telling in Bhagavad Gita, I am the source of this material world. So he is the root. When we serve Krishna, it is not that we are getting deprived. First of all, we are not getting deprived for a pleasure for ourselves. At the same time, none of the people who are associated with the person is getting deprived. Who is the person who is serving Lord. Just like he is giving water to the root. So automatically, all the places will be nourished. And that's why there is the meaning of Yajna. Yajna means doing sacrifice for the pleasure of the Lord. 
and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu started the Sankirtan Yagya or chanting of the names of the Lord. So in this, in this Kali Yuga, it is not possible to perform that Yagya, what we discussed in the session, that big, big homas and big, big Yagya and so many, so many Brahmanas and everything is available and we can do Yagya. That is not possible because first of all, Brahmanas only are not available and all the ingredients are also not available. So that's why Yagya Sankirtana Hi Praya Yajante Yisru Vedasa. The intelligent people in this Kali Yuga will perform Sankirtan Yagya. Sankirtan Yagya means chanting of the holy names of the Lord. Yagya means basically to, play, to please Lord. That is the meaning of being Yagya. That's how Yagya is being done. So in this Kali Yuga, why people to perform Sankirtan to in order to please Krishna? Or Japa also, chanting also. So when we please Krishna by chanting this holy name of the Lord, when we do together with the musical instruments alone, that is called as Sankirtan. But when we do alone as a Japa, that is called as chanting or Japa. So both are equally important. Chanting is also important. Sankirtan is also important. Both ultimately, and for that matter, anything. Chanting is the most fastest way. Otherwise, everything in Krishna consciousness is meant for our purification. This entire process of Krishna consciousness is actually purification from the heart. That's why when we, every day in the morning, when we, uh, when we hear Bhagavatam class, when we hear Bhagavatam class, we chant a verse. What is that verse? This verse is Nascha Prayashu Bhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. That means by hearing everyday Bhagavatam, by hearing everyday about Krishna, what happens? Nascha Prayashu Bhadreshu, all the dirty things from the heart will go away. How? Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. Every day, not without any fail, not that once in a week, twice in a week, every day, Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. In fact, Prabhupada said Nitya means 24 hours in a day we should do Bhagavad Sevaya. Bhagavad Sevaya means hear about Krishna Katha, speak about Krishna Katha. That is the meaning of Bhagavad Sevaya. So when a person do Nitya Bhagavad Sevaya, then 30 things with the heart from slowly will go away. Ultimately, chanting is sufficient. But right now, we are in a stage we cannot even chant throughout the day. We are not Haddas Thakur. Haddas Thakur used to chant 22 hours in a day. But we somehow or the other can complete 16 hours, that is success of the day. Victory of the days, I have completed by 16 rounds for us. For some, even that also is not a victory because they are not chanting 16 rounds. So that is our position. So Prabhupada, that is the meaning of Acharya. He has created so many avenues for us. So some or the other, every day, throughout the day, we come in touch with Krishna. Mangala Arati, Darshan Arati, Guru Puja, Tulsi Arati, Hare Krishna Mantra, Chanting, Sankirtan, Prasadam, going for good distribution. That's why... Chaitanya uh, Mahaprabhu has devised this plan and through the Acharyas, he has actually delivered this plan. That how ultimately living entity can be delivered in this Kali Yuga by all these rubbish activities of enviousness and everything. The only way is when we follow Krishna consciousness. Otherwise, it is not possible. Many people, they try different methods to become non-envious. They give some understanding also, but that is not possible. Till that time, heart is not pure. Only rules and evolution will not do anything. You may create some rules and evolution, but that some may sometime it will work, sometime it will work, sometime it will not work. Till that time, a person is sinful or he has this tendency of commercial sinful activities, he will not be able to understand, he will not be able to follow. So, our duty is what in human form of life, how can I purify myself, my existence? And the purification also happens by doing seva. Seva That means Krishna reciprocate according to the Surrenderance of a devotee. How much surrendered you are to Krishna and Prabhupada? That much realization you will have. So if in this human form of life, I am not getting perfect, 
सपोज आई एम गॉट स्टैग्नेट कि प्रभु जी अब तो कुछ हो ही नहीं रहा है सम ऑफ द अदर मैं थक गया हूं आई एम नॉट फीलिंग दैट आई एम आई एम मेकिंग प्रोग्रेस एनीमोर एवरीथिंग इज गेटिंग स्टैग्नेट आई एम सम ऑफ द अदर आई एम चैंटिंग हरे कृष्णा मंत्र दैट इज द ओनली थिंग आई एम डूइंग दैट मींस व्हाट दैट मींस वी आर नॉट फॉलोइंग द प्रोसेस नाइसली because spiritual master will not tell anything to disciple which is difficult for him to follow it is just that we are not following nicely because in this life we have prabhupad we have pure devotee of lord prabhupad we have instruction we have krishna's instruction and everything all the facilities are available still if you are not making progress that means this mistake is from our side so we should look within and see am i following the process nicely how much surrenderance i have developed till now through prabhupad's instruction How much I am able to please? I am able to please Prabhupada. Am I working very hard to please him? Am I doing my best to please him? At least every day I am trying something to please him, trying to do something so that it can be he can be pleased. If all these things I am doing, then definitely it will not happen that I will I will be feeling stagnant or Prabhupada say otherwise. Prabhupada says if you are doing these things, chanting sixteen rounds daily, following regularity principles, going out for preaching, doing sankirtan every day. Home, so very meeting. You are talking about Krishna, and every day you are doing book distribution, taking prasadam, doing Gayatri, and everything. You will feel transcendental enthusiasm every second in Krishna consciousness. He is to, he is telling totally different thing. One side a person is telling I am feeling stagnant and hectic. Rahubad is telling nothing of this sort. You will be feeling transcendental enthusiasm every moment in your life if you follow this process of Krishna consciousness. So Acharyas cannot be wrong. And that Prabhupada has shown from his own life, devotees also, those who are there, Prabhupada, Prabhupada, those who are serving. So, the, what does that mean? It means that the lacuna is from our side. Process is hundred percent sure. It is spotless process. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, whose Krishna himself has given. So now, if we are not advancing, then we have to look within and consult devotee. Ki Prabhu, what is happening? Why not able to advance? I am trying this thing also, that thing also. There is some lacuna. There is some shortcut is happening. We may be not following some instruction. That's why this is there. And hundred percent sure this by this process, cheto darpan marjan will happen. Maybe slowly, if a person is not uh, not chanting properly or is doing offensive chanting, chanting will work some or the other because chanting Hare Krishna mantra will never go on vain. But the progress will be slow. You can progress very fast. You can have a very quick advancement by following the process sincerely. If you are doing so, if you are not doing so, somehow you are chanting mechanically. Even that also will work, but that advancement will be very, very slow. And Maya is very powerful. Any time you can, can she can take you away from Krishna consciousness. That is also possible. Just like devotees are trying, trying to preach you every day. Somehow the other you chant, somehow the other you read Hare Krishna, Prabhupada's books and reading Hare Krishna mantra. You should do chanting Hare Krishna mantra, attend Aarti, preach. Maya is also preaching you every moment. Devotee may be preaching for half an hour. Maya is preaching. Throughout the day, how you should not do all these things. That's why Krishna is saying, "Mam Maya Duratya." It is not possible to come out of Maya. Devi Esha Gurmai Mam Maya Duratya. How can you come out? Mam Eva Prapatyanti Maya Meetam Karanti. Till that time, you person not surrendered to Krishna. It is not possible to overcome this Maya. So very easy process is you have to chant Hare Krishna mantra. The more we can. Uh, Increase our association with Krishna to different ways, as I told Prasadam or reading Bhagavatam, going for distribution, associating with devotees. Like that, if you are the more we are enriching our soul with this Krishna consciousness happiness, our these dirty things in the heart will go away. 
so chanting is the yuga dharma sankirtan is yuga dharma so we should do that with pure chant pure chanting is difficult right now at least offenseless chanting we should try offenseless chanting means we should not commit that kind of offenses and one of the offense which is everyone is doing almost is being inattentive while chanting we should not be inattentive while chanting that means what when we are chanting we should be able to hear every word distinctly hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 like that every word we should pronounce distinctly and hear also sometimes what happens when a person is chanting very fast he is not aware he will not be surprised he will be missing one of the words also just like many people they hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare hare so they will miss mix these two lines the last two hare of the first line and the first two hare the first two hare of second line they will mix instead of four they will chant three or two and ultimately they will not be knowing that i am not chanting entire mantra all together so that will also which can chant that also will be effective some or the other but that is not the best way of doing the things best way is nicely we should chant each and every word should be here and having that faith the faith is by doing by following this process by surrendering to krishna everything else will be taken care of by the lord and actually everything is being, being taken care of by lord only today we are eating food we are getting everything to eat why because lord has sanctioned that many people they don't get food every day but we are getting every day how is that because lord has sanctioned this person should get food every day so without even our th- doing giving any thanks and everything he is doing everything for us what if if consciously we thank him and try to chant his hari krishna mahamantra try to please him he'll be very happy for us he will be happy for us because at least we are trying to reach him he is satisfied he is not that he is going to feel very uh, proud if somebody is chanting his name he is always atmaram santusht self satisfied but he will be happy that at least this person is trying to chant my name and he is trying to come back to me then way that's why he will be more he will be more happy he will be happy for us so this is a root cause of a material existence is enviousness and there is more of the enviousness is because of comparison and comparison why we do because we want to prove that i am better than you until the time we are in the business of comparison we cannot advance in spiritual life so we have to stop this enviousness we have to respect everyone we should know how to respect everyone and the process of removing this dirt from the heart of this so called and uh, this enviousness or greed or jealousy is chanting of the holy name of the lord and coming in touch with krishna as much as possible and by doing so slowly you will see this this that is from the heart will go away and devotees are not at all envious devotees of the lord are not envious they always feel encouraged they feel enthusiastic by seeing others suppose there is a god brother of yours who is doing very nice seva he is doing very nice book distribution now devotee who understand that everyone is the more a person become mature in krishna consciousness is he will start respecting more to other living living entities because he will understand okay i am nothing at least he is doing something for the lord so he will be feel inspired and he will respect is rather than feeling enviousness he will feel with the person of oh, such a nice deva this seva this person is doing let me also become like this let me also try to serve lord like this so competition may be there but that competition is not out of enviousness this competition is how can i serve lord nicely if he is serving through this way how can i also serve lord nicely in this way this is this competition is always there but the result of competition is ultimately everyone is trying to please lord not that i am trying to pull your leg and you are trying to pull my leg that is not the purpose purpose is to serve lord 